All right, man. Hey, uh, I'm back. Uh, I, it's been, man, I think it's been three weeks or so. And, uh, man, I don't know. We'll cover all that. I mean, it's been before, before Thanksgiving. I think I posted one between, uh, elk hunting and then Thanksgiving and then whatever, man. But, uh, I apologize sort of like, I mean, I don't need to apologize, but, but I do, but man, it's, it's been good. I appreciate everybody reaching out. Hey, are things okay? Hey, what's going on? Hey, miss your podcast. I do so much appreciate all of that. And, uh, I don't know if I have, have any listeners left. Um, I guess I'm just gonna have to grind and, and try to, um, get my listening followership back up. But, you know, that's never really been, what what this was all about anyways trying to grow a listening base um but uh i don't want to let anybody down and just been busy super busy and then i just completely ghosted for hunting season you know well, a lot of yeah, it's been a wild year i don't have to explain to anybody no not what was me for for any bit either i'm looking around my desk right now for a chew uh, and I don't have any up here, so, but, um, uh, yeah, I do have, I do have things to talk about for sure, uh, I've been taking notes, you know, I went, I went on a trip to Texas, and I packed all my podcast stuff, I was going to do a podcast with my buddy Doug, who I spend a ton of hunting time with, and I just really value how he processes things, processes things, and talks, and we always we always have these great conversations in the in the blind or in the truck when we're running around doing doing errands and stuff around the ranch and well anyways and then I was going to record this podcast that I want to talk about today uh, while I was down there and I left the friggin I left the red cord to my my focus right thingy majiggy and uh, my sound blaster whatever it's called I don't know. I left it plugged into my computer, man. Not to mention I left the uh, the charging cord for my uh, thermal site in the wall in my office, too. So it was, you know, you tell yourself, don't forget anything, don't forget anything, and you remember stuff that you were going to forget to pack. And uh, sure enough, I left those two, two pieces of gear here. But um, anyways, and that, that, you know, that's a trick that I catch myself, too. I, uh... I just caught myself just now saying it like, don't forget, don't forget. And then you forget, right? It's like when you say, hey, don't forget your keys. Don't lose your keys. What do you end up doing? Don't forget your wallet. You end up forgetting your wallet. Instead of just rephrasing it like, hey, remember, remember your cords, remember your keys, remember your wallet. It's that's a simple, positive reframing. Um, but anyways, <clears throat> I, uh, what's funny is, um, James, uh, actually, James Hobart is going to be, he's actually going to be the first podcast guest that I put on, and I can't think of anybody, I mean, I can think of a ton of people, but uh, I'm really excited um, to have James, I mean, he couldn't be, couldn't be any better, uh, I've gotten to know James, um, I've known James for a long time, and now maybe a dozen years, ten years, and uh, but I've only really, really gotten to know him in the last year or so, two years 
doing some doing some things together in the leadership space, Travis Mania Foundation, and then even recently now in the um, doing these diesel days and things that we're doing, and uh, just really starting to appreciate him on a whole new level and his his Instagram. Every now and then he posts something, and you know, and I liked it. He just it's a, it's a really cool, thought provoking, quick comments or couple lines and it allows me just to kind of go off and on a 12 and 14 hour drive to and from from and to Texas whatever uh, I've been thinking about a post that he did back on November 19th and um, it was about convenience and so you can go you scroll to his James Hobart at, on Instagram there and um, he just wrote a couple paragraphs a little bit you know thought-provoking questions and it did it made me just start thinking about this thing convenience and why do why do we shy away from convenience and you know why do I do things whether it's the hard way or the long way or the challenging way or when there's so many things out there that are supposed to be uh, or, or, or there's so many things out there that have been designed or invented or created to make our lives easier more convenient, more efficient, you know, optimize things. And and it's tricky because I catch myself saying, oh, well, convenience, just fight convenience. But then, I mean, where do you where do you draw the line? Like, I use the microwave, love the microwave. I mean, talk about convenience, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and so, you, and I don't want to be the kind of guy that just, like, picks and chooses things for convenience. But um, I, I like doing you know, when I find myself leaning, like, just, let's just use this the silly microwave example. Use my, I find myself using the microwave all the time. I recognize that. You know, there's, like, this uh, level of awareness that's, hey, you know what? Like, do it the long way. Do it. Cook it on the stove this time. You know what I mean? Or if, like, ah, oh, man, I don't feel like it's cold outside. Like, I don't feel like going outside to start up the Traeger and... You know, oh, and it's a process. Not not that the Traeger's hard, right? <laughs> um, I'm just going to cook it on a stove or do this. Or I'm going to fry it. And it's like, no, man. Just go out there and, and do it, you know? And um, I'm going to get to a point here in a minute. But uh, I'm just, I'm just kind of going slow so people can think a little bit about things in their lives that are convenient and we use. But do we become overly dependent upon them? Or do we do, do the do the things that we use that are making our lives convenient or that create convenience? Are we um, relying on them too much, where they're blunting blunting our ability to um, do it the other way? Are we, you know, Jeep? The classic example from the military was GPS. You know, oh, well, we got the GPS, and you know, you don't have to learn land navigation skills hard. You know, t- reading terrain and map and compass work and it's like, yeah, no, that's that's not true. Like, the GPS is a tool to help us be better with our land navigation, but, like, the basics and the principles and the fundamentals of, of the actual reading a compass, reading a map, studying the terrain, I mean, those are essential, and then the GPS is, like, makes things even better. You know, think about shooting, like, using the Kestrel to figure out ballistic solutions when... You know, I got lazy. Just use the use the computer technology, and then not learn how to 
estimate wind drift and estimate range and, and have those skills. And so I'm, I'm just always looking now for things in my life that I like and I enjoy and it's convenient to have, but then understanding understanding that I still need to check back in with with the basics and, and have the hard skills and the craft, you know? Like, yeah, I run out there and I start a campfire with my blowtorch and a little bit of diesel fuel, you know, and it's pretty ripper. But it doesn't mean that I shouldn't be, you know, learning how to collect dry wood and and using a match or, or one of those um, strike sticks, you know what I mean, a ferro rod. Just things like that, you know, and, and, and I get it, I'm being redundant, but, <clears throat> excuse me, just audio books versus sitting down and reading I mean, you name it, but, um, anyway, so like the convenience thing is, is got, has my eye and that's, I'm always trying to do things that are less convenient. And I want to say inconvenient because, you know, James talks about like, is inconvenience even bad? Like, no, inconvenience isn't bad. It, it teaches us the, so many different things, right? It puts us in a position to have to make decisions. It affords us opportunity to practice patience. It introduces to us like, Hey, the need to still be able to do things a little bit more traditional. And, um, you know, the value of writing a letter, a handwritten letter or sending a card versus an email or a text, things like that. You know, there's a certain amount of value and is, is writing a card, a handwriting, a card or a letter to somebody inconvenient yeah, maybe it's less convenient than ripping an email or DMing on Instagram, right? But but does that mean it's bad? And so I, I start to look at convenience and inconvenience differently and you know, I'm excited that he, he queued that up. But here's the here's where I do wanna start drifting to is um I uh I was training and I wanna be I wanna be smart and careful Oh, well, well, let me go here first, like, because it, it I, I did a podcast a while back about losing capacity, fitness, I used the example of my father and, and changing the tire with tire irons and looking for shortcuts to make things easier. You know, I, I think if you don't look at convenience and inconvenience and from a healthy perspective, you start to look, it, it, it patterns you, it, it beckons you to look for shortcuts, cheat codes you know, life hacks, things like that, um, to make things easier. And, you know, when you're, when you're predisposed to starting to look for things, look for ways to do things easier, that's a very, very slippery slope, you know, that can go positive and negative, but you can't just say, Hey, it's positive and not account for the negative. And, um, I, I tend to think that when you're looking for shortcuts, it, it, for me, it drifts to be a negative thing. It creates like a laziness. It creates um, potentially a lack of safety. It creates um, pick pick a number of different things. Uh, but also, I recognize on a positive side when when certain people are wired that way, that um, it's sort of like the the spirit of innovation, too, right? When when that occurs, looking for things, looking looking for the easier way. And so there's got to be a balance. And then there it is. There's my, my life theme of balance, right? 
um, when I start getting ready to do something and I say, oh, well, there's got to be an easier way to do it. And I spend time thinking about an easier way to do it. I wonder if the time value, the value of time lost in trying to figure out an easier way is, is worth just doing the manual labor on its own. You know, and I, obviously I'm talking from a, a manual labor, physical aspect, but maybe even intellectually and or emotionally too, right? It can it can play. Looking for the easy way out instead of just doing the hard. It's easy to lie. That's nah, just and then and then and then rationalize the lie too, right? Like that's nah, just a white lie. No harm. Nobody's getting hurt. I just that's uh, easier, and I'm just saving the time and the grief and explain myself. I'm just gonna lie about it. And it's like, yeah, hey, no, no way. Don't lie. And yeah, maybe there's a little bit of embarrassment, or maybe there's a little bit of this or a little bit of that. But then, don't take the easy way out for convenience or for personal safety or whatever it is. Just stick with the right and the wrong or the harder way, or and use that as an opportunity to reinforce why you don't do whatever transgression or whatever whatever the word is for what you did that you were tempted to lie about anyways, you know? And we're all imperfect, so I don't want to go too far in that direction, but it just, it, it, in terms of scratching concept, but, uh, and then drifting this into, um, like, so pulling pulling the inconvenience piece from James and, like, if we're always seeking convenience or comfort, do we then steal from ourselves opportunities to be able to self-regulate or manage or develop coping mechanisms or to learn that it's okay, you know, to be under stress instead of trying to shy away from stress? And um, I think that's a very, very big thing that's going on in the world I feel myself drift into it and out of it from time to time and you need to be it's time under tension that helps strengthen us you know when you're looking for the easy way or the convenient way you you cheat yourself out of that opportunity to weather and and harden or develop skills or to learn to be okay to struggle well like Ryan Mannion termed uh and it and it goes back all of this stuff. I keep going back to a very and it's and it's very personal. And I'm gonna do my best to take. I'm gonna. I'm not even gonna do my best. I'm not going to go down the road of. I'm gonna be very very cool with the way I do this. But um, was training for a <clears throat> an adventure race a few years ago, and we had our team together, and and you know we were doing some fun stuff and then it got dark and it started to rain it started to get cold and getting getting nasty a little bit thunderstorm a little bit of hail you know and we're riding bikes and it's up a hill and everybody's tired and the comment was made to be by one of the teammates um and it, it almost a direct quote burned it in my head but um hey this is this is fucking stupid i'm just just practice we're just being miserable i don't need to practice to be miserable like that's not training you know i can i know i can handle discomfort and misery and i don't need to be doing this and i was just it struck me it struck me and it's like yes you do yes you do need to you know we all we all need to and what better time to 
to pro- what better time to experience being miserable than when it's on your terms and it's not forced upon you and you're choosing to practice it <laughs> you know it's like yeah hey we're choosing it and you know what like it you know in the very very near foreseeable future that you are going to be miserable so why not condition yourself you know ahead of time on your terms in 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 in, in, in a safe I mean, it's semi-controlled, right? And it's just, it was just fascinating to me that that came out of this person's mouth. And, and then like the, anyways. So the funny, the funny story is, is during the adventure race itself, that person absolutely could not deal or manage with any sort of misery (laughs) whatsoever. A big giant pussy. Not to say that this person didn't have highs and strengths and good times. And not to say that everybody else didn't have their share of lows. Right? But it was just funny to me. And I just remember, and and I never throw it back in their face, but it's like, yeah, hey, yeah, that's what you need to do. You need to practice being uncomfortable doing things the inconvenient way, you know, being at the mercy of some poor weather when you have the choice, like, cause, cause out there when we're way out in the back country and, and whatever, you, you don't, you don't have choice to be like, Oh, snap my fingers and I'm done. You know, click my heels and oh, I'm back home. You know what I mean? Like you, you have to, and, and I get it all these great survival stories of people that just, they were Joe banker, whatever, nine to five, something, something, never did anything physical in their life. And they found themselves in a, in a very unfortunate situation of a survival scenario. And they just did it. And it's like, yeah, Hey, I get it. They're out there. But the reason why there's stories and we're attracted to them is because they're usually the exceptions. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're usually the exceptions. You know, you don't Nobody's telling the story on the nightly news of oh yeah this dude like he just he he's kind of a hard dude and he was in a survival situation and he practiced and he lived this certain lifestyle and yeah he got out of it there's nothing exciting there <laughs> you know but yeah you you need to and i'm not saying it, it has to be like in my domain of i love the outdoors and i love the woods and the hunting and the mountains and the extremes and or where i'm at in my growth you know, over the last 40 years, 35, 30 years, probably dedicated, ah, probably 25 years. Oh, no, 25, 30, 30. How old am I? Yeah, like past 25, 30 years of just like actively doing this and trying to grow and be stronger, stronger, stronger. It's like, you, I'm not saying you have to do it in any sort of comparison to my level or degree. And not that I don't take it to, to a unnecessary extreme at times, but, um, just look for ways just look for ways in your everyday life man to like hey you know what I'm not going to take the shortcut here you know what I'm not going to I'm not going to use the microwave you know what like I'm not going to go easy you know, you know what I'm just going to I'm going to shovel the driveway without my jacket on today whatever man just those little simple things yeah you know what I'm not going to use a calculator I'm going to use the pen and paper and do the long division by hand and then I'll, I'll double check my work with the calculator afterwards like that sort of thing, 
you know, just find it every day. There's little opportunities through our everyday life that we can just put the hand up and just say, hey, just wait, like, let me just do it this way right now because I've been so conditioned not to, you know. Somebody could psychoanalyze me, I guess, and just, like, I have some sort of fear, fear to be weak or soft or something, which, fine, you can do all you want, but anyways, that was where I wanted to go uh, this week, because I've been noticing, I notice with my moods, too, when I'm tired, I tend to look for shortcuts or repetitive tasks, boredom, or, you know, feeling hungry or whatever it is, you tend to give in to yield or look for the, look for the comforting ways. And, um, just recognize when you, when you're, you're drifting or you're doing it too much. And when it's time to just give yourself a little quick check, man. And, and again, it doesn't have to be some huge, drastic, fanatical way, just a little bit here, a little bit there. You know, but we're just so comfort-driven these days. And it's nature. It's human nature. It's 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 not even just human nature. It's all living creatures, right? Like, you look at which way animals walk in the woods, and, it's, and usually it's path of least resistance when you follow game trails. And, yeah, there's cover and stuff like that involved too. But, like, you just look at, like, animals don't put themselves into uncomfortable situations they tend to drift towards okay the comfort piece you know until it's time of necessity we just have the luxury of of being what is the is it sentient cognizant conscious i don't don't pick a pick a word that we we have like intellectual capacity for reason and 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 like critical thinking and whatever and we can try to regulate that frontal cortex vortex lobe whatever it is that's that's driven towards satisfaction gratification comfort and and fight that a little bit you know so anyways good good start back into the to the podcast i appreciate everybody hanging with me i'm gonna wait and hang this on wednesday i'm gonna record something with james uh, tomorrow, I've got a few ideas, um, a couple things, again, from his Instagram that I'm just looking at, and, um, see where he wants to go with it, and then, uh, I'm excited, excited to, um, just have a cool conversation with him, man. All right, hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving, moving into happy holidays, and, uh, finding some sort of, sort of peace in this crazy, crazy world, man. All right, out here.